Hey everybody, what's happening? I'm Lee McCormick. This is Tramps Like Us, the Bruce Springsteen podcast, bonus replay episode, Summertime Bruce. It's a beautiful sunny summer day here in the Great White North. I was uh, I was down at the beach on Lake Ontario today out of my bike and I was listening to my favorite podcaster, me. I was listening to the episode I did with Mitch Slater, our Summertime Bruce episode, where we count down our favorite Bruce summer songs. A lot of good summertime music in here, so uh, I figured I would replay this episode as kind of a, a quick little bonus episode before the next one comes out, and just encourage everybody to check this out, take it down to the beach with you. If you're driving down the road with your top down, even if you're not in a convertible, you might want to put this on, listen to some of these good tunes. If you're sitting around your backyard in that summertime sun, Open up a cold one and enjoy some summertime Bruce Springsteen music. Okay, so I'm going to welcome to the podcast uh, Mitch Slater. Mitch, how you doing there? I'm doing great, Lee. Great, great. Yeah, great to, to have you and to meet you. We haven't really talked before, but uh, we're mutual Bruce Springsteen fans, and I met you through the podcast and I guess through some of the some of the Facebook Bruce Springsteen fan group pages and stuff like that. So just give us a little background on how you kind of became a Springsteen fan. Where did it start for you? Well, I always give credit in 1975 to a friend of mine who lives in Israel, Jamie Halper, who, when I was, was very busy uh, being very in Kansas as a 15-year-old, um, used to tell me about this guy, Springsteen, and that's the first time I heard Born to Run, and still one of the great regrets in my life is that I continued to be focused on Jethro Tull in Kansas and didn't get to see Bruce until two years later, but... Um, that was really the first time I, I heard about it. I mean, you know, it was sort of like, it was, it was very indie, even in Jersey, you know, where I grew up in Springfield, New Jersey, it was like not somebody that was talked about a lot, but yeah, uh, I guess the first few years of his career, he was kind of in the know, right? Like he had a, he had a following, but he had to, he had yeah, to know about it kind of thing. I, right? think, Word of I mouth. think, I think had I grown up down the shore rather in Northern Jersey, I probably would have been in a little earlier. And uh, even though we played, you know, colleges within 10 minutes of my house, um, when I was 15, I guess I was either too nerdy or too into other stuff um, to, to realize what I missed. But listen, 40 years down the road, 268 shows. I think I've made up for it. I'm <laughs> feeling good. 268. You've seen 268 shows. Quantity of shows really hit up big after the uh, reunion tour. That's when I started going. He played ten nights. I'd go nine. He'd do twelve nights at Giant Stadium. I'd hit ten of them. Yeah. Um, and I have a partner. I have a good, really good friend who I grew up with, um, who's actually a uh, a judge these days. Even though our wives could really care less about it, um, 
you know, I had somebody to really share a lot of this with. And then that number just grew exponentially over the years as you began to meet people. And, yeah. and really the last, the last eight to 10 years, it's taken on a whole new life of itself. Um, I call it passion. There are those that, you know, use the word obsession. Yeah. Um, but I don't, I don't feel I'm an obsessed fan. I really feel I'm just a passionate fan. Um, as I said recently to, uh, I'm not a very religious person. I'm Jewish. I have a rabbi who's actually a very cool guy. Who's a boxer. And he, he said to me, I saw him at the airport, uh, in LA, I was coming back from a show. He happened to be there. And he said, of course you're here seeing Bruce. I said, yeah. He said, what is it? I said, you know, it's, and this is no insult to you, but what I don't get from religion, I get from Bruce Springsteen. Yeah, I get I that. that energy i get whatever that soul is that spirit and you could give the greatest sermon in the world and and i agree with this guy politically a lot but it's nothing like it he said well if i get up there and play thunder road i said well now you're talking yeah you know there's something about <laughs> the, the music that carries it to a different level you know like and especially when you're in a live setting and you have the him and the band sharing that energy it, with the crowd you know Okay, summer 1977, I'm working as a day camp counselor locally here in New Jersey, Camp Riverbend. And a guy uh, that I became good friends with was a big Bruce fan. And we used to hang out by the pool at night, listen to music. And we had WNEW FM, which was the big rock station at the time. Uh, all of a sudden, Vince Skelsa comes on the air and says, folks, you're not going to believe this. Even though Darkness on the Edge of Town does not come out for six weeks, we have a copy of it. Sit back enjoy boom first notes of badlands i'm blown away I, I can't believe what i'm listening to it just keeps getting better and better and the great irony of that story is that 40 years later, I'm friends with a guy named Rich Russo. Rich is a DJ here locally, has a national show called Anything Anything. He's also on Sirius on Little Steven's channel. He's friends with Little Steven. He and I have been friends for a while. He lives in the town next to me. Rich tells me this story last year about he and his father when he was 11, he's a little younger than me, um, going to this record store in Elizabeth, New Jersey to see if Darkness on the Edge of Town had come out. It had not. So they bought for their mother for Mother's Day the Barbara Streisand album that had just come out, Guilty. They got home took the record out of the sleeve and what was in it darkness on the edge of town <laughs> that's awesome and, and, and this is a true and story um because this really happened apparently there were 300 albums and years later rich became very good friends with steve van zandt um for a variety of reasons and now i'm sort of part of that circle through a nonprofit. and rich tells steve van zandt the story about how he got his father immediately called fam which was everybody's favorite station and said, guys, I've got darkness on the edge of town. Would you like it? I don't want any money for it. I just want the fans to hear it. Yeah. Vince Skelsa says, we don't believe you, but come on down to the station. If you have it, we'll play it. They walked, to, they drove into the city 
And, you know, they brought Vince Kelsa, the album, or it might have been Richard Neer, and they played the record. And I remember listening to that. And then years later, he got to tell that story to uh, Steve. Probably. Um, <laughs> and he actually got to tell the, he actually got to tell the story to Bruce as well. And um, that's funny. So summer 77, really things started heating up for me even more. And then, of course, I got to see my first show. Excellent. Yeah. And now we're at number 268. You say you have you have eight on schedule for the coming up in the next couple of months, too? Yeah, I'm skipping Chicago and Pittsburgh. It's uh, my wife's birthday. Um, yeah. She and I, interestingly, um, and actually this one of these songs fits into what we're going to talk about. Um, first date was uh, of in 1981, and it was right after John Lennon died. Of course, I knew to do something special that night. And um, my wife, towards the end of the show, uh, my girlfriend at the time, really first date, said she got something in her eye around us, I guess. And she must have got an ash in her eye. And I'm, of course, all right, that's fine. Don't worry about it. You'll, you'll be fine. You'll be fine. The encores are coming. He's going to do Twist and Shout. I mean, you know, John Lennon died. Yeah. And, of course, he does Twist and Shout. It's an incredible show. And, and the show ends. I look around. She's gone. And I see a security guy, and I said, um, "Did you see a woman leave?" He said, "The one that, the one with her eye." And I'm like, "Yeah." I said, "Yeah, they just got an ambulance for her. They're taking her over to Will's Eye Hospital, um, which is this local eye hospital in Philadelphia." I, of course, ran out of the stadium, went over to her. She wound up wearing a patch for maybe five or six days, but the joke's on her. She married me. We're married 20, nice. 29 years this year. <laughs> and maybe she's been to two other shows with me um, and is already in a panic about going to the Virginia Beach show um, and being in the pit. That's not her thing. So, right. um, yeah. That's a great story. Cool. <laughs> There's lots of history. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cool. All right. So for our podcast today, I thought get Mitch to help me. Uh, we're going to count down our top five Bruce Springsteen summertime songs figure uh we're in july now now's the time to uh think about springsteen and his summertime songs there's a lot of songs i think springsteen has a lot of connections with uh you know summertime and some of these uh vibes that people get in the summertime a lot of a lot of songs about cars and girls and summertime and sun and highways and there's a certain essence i think that that what we're looking for when you see these summertime songs you know like it's either going to be the lyrics the lyrics are going to specifically kind of talk about summer or you got the music that kind of gives you that kind of summer feeling. Or, or maybe it could just have a personal connection where the song is kind of just reminds you of something that happened to you in the summer, right? Yeah, and I, I would probably add, Lee, like a sidebar because there are the songs that Bruce wrote and they're the songs that others wrote. And yeah. maybe it even makes sense to have a separate list um, if you don't want to include certain songs that Bruce did not write but have become great summer uh, tradition. Right. Yeah, I think it's all fair game. You know? I think it all counts. If he's if he's do, doing a cover song, you know, of the like a Beach Boys and that summer, like that counts. You know, some of these songs like Twist and Shout stay in the set list, and they they become a featured part of his you know summertime concerts. So. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I you know clearly Twist and Shout is uh, you know is up there, and of course Summertime Blues. I mean, you know that is that is to me the epitome of of being at a bruce song in the summer yeah and the first time i saw him play it was in hampton virginia in 1981 
on the second leg of the, of the original River Tour. And um, he opened up the second set, uh, which is when he used to break it into sets, um, with that. And that, to me, that's the song I want to hear. Right. Um, besides all of the millions of Bruce songs that I want to hear. Yeah. Um, when I hear Summertime Blues, when I hear Twist and Shout, and even though I, I'm not going to ever probably hear it, when I hear Rave On, because that was opening night at the Roxy in July of 78, which is, you know, as a Bruce fan, one of the, you know, classic, classic shows that we all wish we were at, but right. listened to constantly, um, you know, that, that, that would, that would fall in there. And, um, you know, interesting, a, a friend of me, a friend of mine um, brought up to me when I was having this discussion with him, um, uh, Eric Church's song Springsteen as for him being his summertime Springsteen song. He's never going to hear Bruce play it. um, But uh, you know, it really is a summer song. So I thought we should sort of get, get those out of the picture. Um, They're great, great songs, but he he didn't write them. Right. Right. Okay. So let's, uh, so what what do you got? What do you got for your, do you have a, you have a number five? What's the number five spot for your top five favorite Springsteen songs? So I would say, and this is, boy, this is, you know, like, like everything. Uh, it's so hard to pick, right? It's so hard to, to pick. Know. Well, it's like picking, you know, I have two kids. Which kid do I love more? I mean, mm-hmm. I have three dogs. Which dog? Well, that's easy. That's easy. My, my, my yellow lab looks every time. But anyway, <laughs> well, when it comes to the kids, it's impossible. Anyway, for today, um, we're talking so about our favorites for today, you know. Like, what do you got for today? <laughs> for, for, for today, for today I'd, have to, I'd have to put number five uh, Seaside Bar song. There's, there's just nothing like that song, especially with Clarence was alive being played in the summer. And even though I saw him play it plenty of times at, the, at his Christmas shows, um, that's just so much fun. And fortunately to have seen him play that at the pony, um, on a couple of occasions, uh, that makes it even more special to me. And, and really that's what it's about. It's about, you know, Bruce has talked about that in his books. Um, you know, it's a, that's that's a summer song. Um, that's about having fun. That's what life was like for him growing up, going between, you know, the student prints and 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 you know all the bars in in, in down the shore yeah. and in the city. Um, so I, I would probably put Seaside Bar song as number five. Yeah, great one. You got you got you got the cars, bands, girls. You got the beach. You know, great song. There's a what's this, a song about a pretty girl on a summer night gets the boy excited. And then the girl, yeah, the girl leans exactly. over and says, "Daddy, can you turn the radio up louder?" And the uh, the Danny keyboard parts in that, the organ. Oh, it's a great song. Yep, well, let's hear it. All right, Seaside Bar Songs was 1973, and I guess it was uh, wasn't released until the Tracks album. So uh, this is a gem. Correct. All right.
for the Coupe Deluxe Chrome wheel stick shift hey. Give her gas, pop a clutch Little girls on the corner like a diamond They shine someday, Billy I'm gonna make them all mine Hey, girl, you wanna ride daddy's Cadillac Because I love her way along hey. Half off down your flat More dilly, more dilly Than the seaside bomber Run barefoot in the sand Listen to his guitar You say your mama's gonna meet you when the morning comes Yeah, papa's gonna beat you cause he knows you're out on the run I'm gonna live a life of love and tonight you're the one The highway is the light tonight so baby do not be frightened There's something about a pretty girl on a sweet summer night that gets this boy excited Radio man finally understands and plays you something you can move to You lean back easy, cut loose, you dive by your girl leans over says My number five pick, which is uh, probably most people wouldn't think of this as summer, is a summer song, but this is one of those songs that kind of reminds me of summer, which is All I'm Thinking About, which is, which came off the Devils and Dust record, which was that, so that came out April 2005, so this record I played a lot that summer. I remember I used to take this record down to uh, take off on my bicycle and go down by the Lake Ontario and ride along the beaches and stuff like that, and this, this album was uh, one that I would take on a lot of those trips, so this song... I can remember sitting on the beach listening to this song specifically. I um, love the hopeful lyrics where he's, uh, he's he's thinking about the joy of a woman just carrying him through everything else in life, you know, like he's seeing uh, all these summertime summertime images of birds flying, you know, boys going fishing, girls picking berries, but all he's thinking about is this girl, you know. And I love the line where he's fishing, but all he can think about is the girl with the sweet pair of legs that's got him feeling so blue. <laughs> And he's singing in this, <laughs> and he's singing in the, Bruce is singing in this weird kind of high falsetto voice, right? Like he does the falsetto and it almost seems like the song's in a different key because his voice is cracking on a little bit, but it kind of gives it that, you know, that little light bouncy summertime vibe. So uh, it's, I, th- I think that's a really, really interesting pick. I mean, I would, it would have not entered yeah. my mind at all, but the more I think about it, it's a really great song and I actually really enjoyed that. Actually one of the one of the few songs I absolutely loved on that tour. Yeah. Um, yeah. The and, tour, uh, the tour I saw too, I, the 
so the solo tour where he's playing yeah. all that stuff acoustically. So I saw that and he played that song, I think. So yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so it's one of those things yeah, where I just yeah. have a personal was, connection to it, you know. And that's cool. I mean, you're, the, the next song I'm going to bring up is one I have a very strong. So I I get it. I, yeah. I, I think that that's you know I think that that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Um, and uh, good choice. Blind man waving by the side of the road In a flatbed food can even know Sweet things sipping on a blueberry wine On a flat black coming down a Carolina Blackbirds slipping in the sky
my number four favorite Bruce Summer song is my number one favorite Bruce song. Oh, and, this is a big thing. You know, this is very, this is very controversial. Um, I don't know if you're aware of the writer Harlan Coben. Uh, he's a writer. He's, you know, his books are all over. He's always on the New York Times bestseller list. Um, he lives not too far from me. He grew up in Livingston, uh, actually, with a with our current governor, who I'm not going to get into that, Chris Christie. But anyway, um, and Harlan and I have debated this. And, uh, you know, Harlan, it's hard for Harlan to think of anything other than, you know, Born to Run, Thunder Road, Jungle Land being anyone's top three songs. We, we've debated this one. But with all due respect to Harlan and everyone else, for me personally, my number one song and to me, I see it as a summer song for a variety of reasons. And that is The Fever. And The Fever, uh, to me, when it comes to hearing a song in concert, which I really don't hear much. I mean, I've heard it, you know, maybe eight to ten times. Yeah. But in the last 15 years, once. Um, that song is about heat. And I go back and forth between that and fire, actually, in thinking of, of of the summer song, because obviously there's nothing about that fire and the relationship and and the heat between he and Clarence in, in that in, in the live version, but you know in that song when he talks about the girl and 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 the blues of that song and obviously the beauty of what Southside Johnny did to that song and continues to do to that song. Um, and I, that line that, you know, you're my sun in the morning and my moon at night. When I think about you, everything's all right. I, I, that is really about for me, my summer relationships growing up. And, and I just, that song is just carried with me on my 50th birthday. We hired, um, the B street band, which is one of the big cover bands, uh, to play for just a bunch of my friends, um, and uh, had I known Max Weinberg a little better than I could have got Max, but hmm. but six years ago I didn't. Max said I would have come. I'm like all right, <laughs> now you tell me, Max. But anyway, um, I got to sing that song um, on my fiftieth birthday to my wife, and uh, I just I just love the song, and it could never it never grows old. It's still my favorite song. That doesn't mean that Jungle Land, you know you know, put a gun to my head. I might have to say jungle land, but, but really when you're talking about summer songs, it was the first thing to come into my head that was out of the box. So yeah. I love the fever. I love any live version of it. Um, I think there might be a live version on the, uh, um, either the 75, 85. And there certainly is the live version from, from Roxy and Winterland. but I got the fever for this girl, a great song, especially about, the summer and yeah. the heat. I remember being in. I remember being in this dorm room in the summer of 1979 when I stayed down in D.C. and I was working. And I remember watching the Roberto Duran Hector Macho Camacho fight. Um, I remember my current girl. Well, not my wife. This was this was a girlfriend at the time. And I remember that song really well that night. And it just sticks with me. Yeah, excellent. And this is another example of that song that just sounds hot and sweaty. It's just got that essence. It's just smoldering, eh? Like, it just sounds like it was recorded it just, in a hot, burning, you know, sweaty nightclub kind of thing, you know? 
No air conditioning. And, oh, boy. Yeah. I mean, and that's, that would be, that, that, you know, if you say to me, all right, Mitch, what's your, what's your dream Bruce song that you could be in a small venue and just hear him play one more time? It would be The Fever. And I've been in small venues with him, including last year at Kristen Ann Carr when he uh, got together with the Seeger Sessions. And I was right up front for, you know, paying my money down and a couple other great songs. But to just hear him knock out the fever yeah. the way that he knocked that song out, um, it's a shame. And in fact, God, I saw a huge fever sign, uh, I think, in Gothenburg or one of the shows recently I was watching on Periscope. And I was like, wow, he's going to play it. And then even, I think, at one of the Atlanta shows in the last few years, uh, some people had signs up close. So maybe it's just one of those that he's retired, brothers. But, yeah. uh, but man, that's a great song. That's a good one, yeah. Well, I get old from my job. I turn on the TV. But I can't keep my mind on the show. When I lay down at night, I don't get no sleep. So I turn on the radio But love the only thing I hear Is you whispering in my ear The words that you used to say When well, other days grow longer My love grows stronger The fever gets worse every day I got the feel for this girl He's got the Makes me feel alright. When all the day go 
pick i'm gonna continue on with that song that just sounds hot and sweaty so my pick's gonna be spear in the night so this off is off the first album greetings uh 1973 just sounds hot and sweaty the song is a lot of good imagery of uh just a group of friends hanging out in the summertime having fun drinking a bottle of wine dancing in the night there's sex there's there's drugs slipping out of somebody's hat there's just going with the flow letting the spirits of the night take your freedom and friendship Great song, uh, a lot of great audience participation recently in the last couple of tours playing this song. It's got the original band, Vinny Lopez on drums, uh, Clarence playing great sax all the way through. It's one of those songs where it's not just a sax solo, but there's Clarence is playing like through the verses, just like just that hot, sweaty sax all the way through the song. Back when Bruce was writing very descriptive lyrics too where it's just a lot of a lot of adjectives and adverbs in his writing back then right so you can really he really paints the picture of that kind of hot sweaty summer night with these kids and what they're getting up to in the night i can't argue with it they used to be the third song every show for good first 10 15 years i'd see bruce you know and and this is pre-pit days and you'd be standing he'd come out into the crowd and 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 literally you know Bruce was body surfing to Spirit in the Night back then. It's a very, very meaningful song, and I'm 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 okay with you including it in a summer list. I I think it's that's why I think five is a tough number. Um, yeah, but uh, it it absolutely it absolutely has to be there, and uh, you know it's it's kind of like um, you know I'm not a big Kid Rock fan for a lot of political reasons, but the the song that he did uh, that's sort of the ripoff to Sweet Home Alabama. Um, yeah, that werewolves you know, of he, London thing. Yeah, de- 
Yeah, yeah. And he, you know, he takes the girl down by the lake and, and uh, he also probably ripped off Bruce. But it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a great, great riff and a great song. And, and it's about the summer and it's kicking back with your friends and, and just really figuring out what life's all about. Yeah. And, uh, and Spirit in the Night, my God, that's, uh, it's, they, don't get, they don't get much better than that. Yeah. Good choice. Ooh, all right, let's play that Spirit in the Night. Let's go down to Greasy Lake. Crazy Danny and a mission man We're back in the alley trading hands Long came Wild Billy with his friend G-Man All through it up for Saturday night Well, Billy slammed on his coaster bridge And said anybody would want to go on up to Greasy Lake It's about a mile down on the dark side Jane, he said 
So we closed our eyes and said goodbye to Gypsy Angel Row. Felt so right. Together we moved like spirits every night. Every night. You don't know what they can do to you. Felt spirits every night. All 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 right, Mitch. So we're down to, uh, I got our, our top three now. So what do you have in at number three? Wow. Well, uh, this is this is getting rough um, <laughs> because I've got five. I've got five for three, and and it's really really tough. So I, I may you know I may chicken out, and I may have to. I really may have to. Uh, can I can I have a tie? We'll give you, you a, tie. a tie. We'll give you a tie. We, we just, you do what you have to do, but yeah. I'm gonna have to put as a tie. Uh, racing in the street, seventy eight with Born to Run. Yeah. Um, uh, I just, I just can't see one without the other. Um, I think they're, they're in so many ways that the same vibe in just Bruce in a different way. Born to Run was really about escaping and getting out of your house and becoming independent and 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 your best girl and and your best car and freedom. And and when is that happening? I mean, it's happening around prom time. Right and and the prom dress and, and I mean it was just every everything is happening and you're you're heading down that highway and and, uh, and you know it's just so hard to to not have that song there but on the other hand you know uh, the '78 version especially of Racing in the Street which is my version still because that's the version I first heard live um, when he tells the story. Uh, one of my favorite stories about being in the Arizona desert. This is when Barbara Pyle came with him and took all these amazing pictures. And he's in the Arizona desert, and uh, you know, and there, and, and he finds this old Indian reservation. Uh, and first, he 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 talks about the drive, and he sings "Racing in the Street," and Roy does that incredible, incredible intro. Um, which is one of my favorite things to play on the piano. And I play a lot of Bruce on the piano from time to time. Um, and that intro into that is so wonderful. And then, you know, about being out racing in the street in cars. I mean, that that wasn't something I was doing. There wasn't a lot of that in, in where I grew up in Jersey. But, you know, I'm not that far off from the American graffiti generation to, yeah. to, to realize what that was all about, the Greece generation. And that song encapsulates it, and that is pure summer. The lyrics about the summer. So I, I just think racing in the street and born to run um, just just sort of you know back at, they bookend each other mm-hmm. so well. And uh, I, I it's you know I'd, I'd probably have to you know gun to my head. I I'd, I'd have <laughs> you'd have to shoot me twice. Yeah, it's uh, racing in I the love street. Them both, so. Yeah. You can't argue with both of those songs. Born to Run just sounds like the perfect summer, you know, song coming out of your AM radio as you're driving down the street, you know. And and Racing in the Streets is another one of those songs that just sounds hot and sweaty. 
hot summer night out with the boys, you know, with their hot rods, proving themselves to each other. I love the version on The Promise, too, that ver the 78 version with the, the full band. Yep. David Lindley on the, mm -hmm. the fiddle and the harmonica, Bruce, all those solos uh, at the end. just blends together perfectly, you know. That is such, such an underrated song and version. Yeah. Uh, it, I, I, and, and I was so fortunate to hear him. I heard three nights in a row, uh, the, the two nights at Mohegan Sun at the end of the last tour, and then uh, in Pittsburgh the next, uh, I think the night later, and then even last January at the Light of Day show, which I don't know if you've ever been to at Convention Hall in Asbury Park, and Bruce has really been playing it a lot in the last decade. He didn't yeah. do it this year because um, he was getting his tour ready, but um, he, he, with Grushecki, did that 78 uh version, david lindley version and oh man and uh it's just it's epic it really yeah. is and these songs don't get enough airplay yeah you know it's it's uh it's it's a shame and i feel the same way we're not going to get into a whole thing but i'm my biggest struggle with this tour and what bothers me about this tour is that he you know he introduces me to these great outtakes like party lights and and sit and 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 little white, white lies and straight bullet and, i love too it was great straight bullet and and i mean and apparently i don't know if you know this but uh two days before the band got together at fort monmouth to uh rehearse steven got the band together and went through all these songs and they could play them and and they're and they're ready to go and and bruce for whatever reason other than meet me in the city hasn't put any of them out right. um and uh, the man that got away from what i hear might be one of the greatest live songs ever in the history <laughs> of the east street band that's what steve that's and that's steven's words okay oh, i mean man. i don't know if we'll, maybe we'll get it later in the tour but uh so yeah so these outtakes it's painful i mean i listen I, i'm jaded i've seen a lot of shows yeah. so i don't go crazy like maybe some of the europeans do when they hear a song Oh, Mansion on the Hill, everyone's freaking out yesterday. Right. I'm like, man, that was my bathroom song back in, uh, in the Born in the USA tour. Yeah. It's a good song, <laughs> but I really, I want to hear The Man That Got Away. So yeah. anyway, it's always tough. Yeah, it's tough to choose. All right. But I agree with you on Racing in the Street. All right, let's play that. And I love the uh, the homage to the Martha and the Vandellas dancing in the streets, which has got that lyric, uh, you know, summer's here and the time is right for dancing in the streets, so, which is the quintessential summer Absolutely. song, you know, so he's he's making that yes, reference, it is. right? Yeah, very hard not to put that number one. Yeah. Very hard. Yeah, yeah. Got a 30 to 4, she's a 
right, so you had a tie for number three. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to go by your rules, and I'm going to go for a tie myself here, because uh, these two songs I love, and it was hard for me to choose which one, and these are the two uh, kind of summer songs off Born in the USA, which is Darlington County and Glory Days. And Born in the USA <laughs> just is the perfect summer album for me. That was my introduction to Springsteen. I got that album summer 84, played it the entire summer. He continued to release five or six singles for the next year. So summer 85 is when Glory Days came out. And man, that's that album didn't lose any uh, steam for me. So those two songs just remind me of summertime. Darlington County, just the lyrics even has like uh, me and Wayne uh, driving in on the 4th of July, you know, and he's him with his buddies. They're looking for work and they're just on a road trip and they're, they're uh, playing music and they're blasting on the T-top, singing Sha La La. It's just a perfect summertime song for me. It's got all those vibes. It's got the, the girls, the cars, the, the open road, you know, the not knowing what's on the horizon. Perfect summertime song for me. I'm not going to argue with you. Darlington, it's a great, great song, and it is a summer song, and me and Wayne on the 4th of July. Yeah, how can you beat that? And then Glory Days for me, too, which, you know, you're thinking back on these Glory Days. You're thinking back to the times when, you know, your friend was playing baseball and uh, these times in your life. So it's not specifically a summertime song, but it's another one of those songs that has a personal connection to me. Remember that video was ubiquitous. That video got played everywhere. So I lived in Hoboken, New Jersey. Yeah. So uh, I didn't know anybody of any connection, but I stood outside the door while they filmed that video. They must have done about 14 takes. The bar scene? And I kept listening the bar scene. It was all shot at a bar called Maxwell's in Hoboken. Yeah. And um, and again, this is before the album was out. So I'm listening really? to the song with my buddy. And we're, oh, yeah. The single came out in 85, right? So the single came out um, May 85. So they were they were they they knew this was going to be a single, I guess, before the album came out in 84? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. This was, I, I mean, I'm, I, yeah. And this, this was maybe... A few weeks, but right before the album came out, within a week or so, it right. was very close because I had, we didn't know the song, yeah. and I'm like, "This is the greatest! Free, I can't believe this song." <laughs> and it was a, and it was a, and it, and it was, uh, I think it was a summer, might have been a summer day, and uh, yeah, probably was. And I, but I just remember listening to it and then getting "Born in the USA," that album, picking it up at Aldwick's, the record store where I used to get all my records and. Uh, being first in line at 7 a.m. when they opened up, and my buddy and I came back to my parents' house. We were, you know, uh, uh, we were in our early 20s, and uh, um, and just put it on the turntable, and and wow, yeah. heard that first note of "Born in the USA." Yeah, yeah, great songs. Every time I hear that, yeah, that uh, "Glory Days" guitar riff, man, it just sends shivers down my spine. Such a such a good time feeling that organ. Danny plays reminds me of like a baseball park kind of organ. Just a cool song. I love the video. Them just jamming in a, like a hot, sweaty bar band on a summer night. You know, Steve comes back to join the band for the video. Just a great, fun time song. Yeah, it is. It is. And uh, you know, I can see it on your list. You know, it's 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 hard sometimes. And, you know, for me, to, when I'm doing lists and things like this, I mean, that, that song came into my head. Yeah. But I just, I said, you know, it's it, by process of elimination. I, I yeah. just couldn't be there. But yeah. um, 
for my money, when I want to, yeah. when, when I go down to the beach, when I'm, you know, driving my car in the summertime, when I'm out barbecuing, yeah. that, that's the song I want to put on. So that made my list of number three glory days. I get it.
So we're down to our top two, Mitch. What do you got for your number two favorite Bruce Summer song? Oh, boy. It's, uh, so the last two, you know, uh, you know, probably in many ways the obvious choices, but, you know, I've gone through, and I'll give you some honorable mentions afterwards, but, you know, ultimately it was a toss-up um, between the two, what was going to be one, what was going to be two, but uh, I think at the end of the day, Sherry Darlin will be number two uh, because to me there is nothing better than you know party music fraternity rock hanging out you know i wasn't in a fraternity my son was actually at penn state um uh, even recently before the bruce show at penn state i was at his fraternity and singing sherry darling and i, I love that here it is in 2016 and here they, you know, doing what I was doing in 1978. And my son was one of them. And that was the right song. And that's the summer song. Um, yeah. Great, and, fun, uh, great fun song. I mean, you know, you know, and it's interesting because I actually thought about out in the street along the same lines because out in the street and girls in their summer clothes fit that genre. Yeah. Um, because you're watching the girl. I mean, girls in the summer clothes to me was too obvious. So I'm not using it. Um, out in the street is really about watching the girls pass you by. Um, but really there's nothing more, there's nothing like Sherry Darlin. And to me, and I don't know how people realize how lucky they are to be seeing Sherry Darling every single night yeah. on this tour, whether you got the, the U S shows that were all in Toronto, um, that were all the river, um, but uh, even the shows in Europe, he's doing Sherry Darlin every night. And having been up close, so close on this tour where I have where, you know, Bruce has been literally holding the girl's hand next to me during Sherry Darlin. And, and I'm filming this ridiculous video that I have mm-hmm. uh, from it uh, makes it even better. But I can just feel the heat driving around New York City. I know what that felt like. Yeah. And having somebody in the car that just won't shut up. <laughs> um, oh, man. I, I, you know, was your mom was yapping in the backseat. It's funny. Yeah. And I, and I remember <laughs> when my kids were, and I used to, you know, my, my, my son could only fall asleep, you know, in the car and literally believe it or not, I was driving down the garden state parkway, you know, at two in the morning, uh, on a couple of occasions and when he wouldn't sleep. So I put him in the car and I'd be listening, you know, I probably should have had no sound on, but I'm listening to Sherry darling. Yeah. And I'm, you know, take that little kid of yours and drop him off at your mom's. And I'm thinking, man, maybe I should just drop him off. I don't know what to do. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. anyway. Another song with imagery of, uh, you know, hot sun girls, cars, all that fun. Yeah. There's girls melting out on the beach. They're so fine, but so far out of I reach. Know. It's just perfect. Eh? Like, <laughs> I know. Hot sun, and, beer, and, and being highways. Stuck in tra- right. <laughs> stuck in traffic here on 53rd Street. I mean... Anybody who grew up in the New York area knows what it's like in the summer in the city, as the song is. Um, And and, I mean, it's one of the reasons why I park these days when I go in the city and I'm in a lot. You know, I park at at one location, Port Authority, which is near the tunnel, because I can't do that drive going across town and being on 53rd Street in the summer with somebody yapping in the backseat. So, you know, it's... uh, it's it's just a perfect summer song. Perfect. Um, and it was uh, it was very hard to put 
to put that at number two. But, you know, when we talk about number one, uh, it'll all make sense. Right, yeah. So let's play that. Good 50s, 60s party music. Great sax by Clarence on this. Sherry Darling from uh, The River, 
So my number two song, number two favorite Bruce Summer song, is a song called County Fair. This song was uh, kind of a rarity. Didn't come out <laughs> until uh, didn't come out until that essential compilation. They had a third disc of kind of weird rarities and stuff like that. So they put this song County Fair on there, which was a uh, 1983 like a post Nebraska demo. Really cool song. I love this song. The uh, it's got it's got even got crickets. On this song, right? So, like, you can't get more summer than crickets. A, so, <laughs> it is such a well-produced song. I, 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 I'm so glad you put that on the list. Yeah. Um, because that is that is that is you know on my on my personal set list. When people ask me about the perfect set list, yeah. County Fair is always on my set list. Yeah, it was, is a great song. It you know state reminds you of the state fairs and yeah. things like that I, I was able to see him play this live for the very first time he'd played uh september 2003 he played darien lake which is uh, like an, an amusement park oh right outside of buffalo and he was playing like i think stadiums that summer and this was his one lone stop at like an amphitheater amusement park kind of venue and I think he was digging that right. vibe. He opened the show with Tunnel of Love and Brilliant Disguise that night. And then he made a, a point to say, oh, I've never played this song before, but uh, I think a tour of amusement parks might be in might be in order. And he played County Fair for the first time, which was just great. Yeah, and I, and I, re- and I remember that. And I've seen, I think I've seen video of that. And, and I kept thinking because he, uh, you know, he did these three great shows at Hershey Park, which is really a, you know, a fair, right. basically. And, uh, and I kept thinking, all right, you know, that's September 03. He's going to do that. And other than Fox Theater in St. Louis in 2005, um, when he did it as part of the, uh, um, the uh, Devils and Dust tour um, as just an acoustic song, um, he's never played it, so you you yeah. you know you're you're in rarefied air, my I friend. Locked out to see having that. Having been at one of those two shows, yeah, you know, and I I just kept thinking. I remember being at the Hershey show two summers ago and talking with a bunch of people, and I'm like, you know, he's got a breakout county fair. I mean, he's not, you know, I mean, my God, this is he's got the Ferris wheel in the background, um, <laughs> and there were signs for county fair, but. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah, I guess there's just some songs he's just sort of, they're just buried. Yeah. You know? I love the line. But it's a great song. I, agree. I I love it. Yeah. I love the line, little girl with the long blonde hair, come when your daddy, one of them stuffed bears. Oh, I love it. <laughs> small town, <laughs> small town, but big fun on a summer night, you know, at the fair. Peaceful bliss Absolutely. described. Yeah. I pull Carol close to my heart yeah. and I lean back and stare up at the stars and I wish... I never have let this moment go. Just great stuff. Yeah. Really, Frank. really great. Great song, Lee. Yeah. So let's get the the, uh, the summertime vibe with County Fair here. Love it. Every year when summer comes around, you stretch a banner across a main street in town. You can feel something happening in the air. Well, from Carol's house up on Hill Red Hill, you can see the lights going up out in the soldiers' field getting ready. For the county fair County fair, county fair Everybody in town will be there So come on Here we're going down there little girl with long blonde hair Come when your daddy wants 
Okay, Mitch, so we're down to our, our top picks each. All right, well, I'm going to throw a couple honorable mentions in before I do number one. Yeah, good idea. Um, just because I think they, they've, they've got to get mentioned. And I mentioned a couple already. I mentioned Fire. I think If I Should Fall Behind has to be mentioned because that's the wedding song. I mean, my nephew used it at his wedding. But I, I, I've seen so many videos of people using that in summer weddings. Um and I think, you know, by the old oak tree. I mean, it's just it has a summer summery vibe to it. Um, you know, how do you not include Tunnel of Love? I mean, you know, mm-hmm. speaking of amusement, amusement parks, parks, I mean, the exactly, song yeah. itself just it just absolutely reeks of summer. And Jenkinson's Boardwalk and, and in Point Pleasant or uh, or whatever boardwalk you're going to, whether in the Santa Monica Pier, um, you know, it's 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 a song that is just all about it. And if anybody has been in the tunnel of love, um, as I have on a number of occasions on the Jersey Shore, especially the one in Long Branch, um, you get that feeling. Um, and I and I just think that that, you know, that's just one of those songs that just had to get an honorable mention. I talked about other songs that he didn't write. I wanted to also mention probably for me. Uh, it matters because I saw him play this at the Pony two nights in a row in 1989, where he did um, Under the Boardwalk, um, which you know is not his song, but one of the great summer songs of all time. And and uh, Bruce made a guest appearance those two nights in a row um, with a band uh, called Cats. And um, I, I just always have this great, great vibe about summer when I when I think about mm-hmm. Under the Boardwalk, but. But speaking of Under the Boardwalk, there's only really one song to me that is the ultimate summer song. Um, And, you know, those boys under the boardwalk, uh, Sandy, obviously, Fourth of July, Asbury Park. And that song has so much meaning in so many different ways. You know, it's. You know, people talk about the great American song, Born in the USA. Well, that's not what Born in the USA is about. It's not about America being great. People talk about that great July 4th song, Independence Day, has nothing to do with July July 4th, Independence Day. But this song, this song is specifically about a day in the life, which happens to be 4th of July, happens to be in Asbury Park, and happens to be, for, for this Jersey kid, 
I know exactly what it's like bringing a girl under un, underneath the boardwalk, <laughs> trying to get them done, snap their jeans. I mean, I you know, yeah, a 55 year old man now, but I always wasn't. And I have some amazing memories um, under the boardwalk in, in my teens and early 20s. And and I guess the last part of that song that will always just stay with me is Danny Federici, because there is no E Street band for me, ultimately, without Clarence and Danny. And, True, yeah. and Danny's such a big part of it. And Roy, and obviously Roy has done such a great job when they play it. Um uh, and I was fortunate to uh, be at the Penn State show, which was the first show after Hurricane Sandy, uh, which we suffered through here four years ago. And just by an act of God, I was able to get down there because my friend's his daughter, who's at Penn State, had left her car home and it had a full tank of gas because we had no gas. And but we had tickets and my son and his daughter were there. And and when he played Sandy that night, that, that made it even 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 just uh, brought it to another layer. But That's but amazing, at the end yeah. of the day, Bruce Springsteen, top summer songs, you know, number one for me every single time, 4th of July, Asbury Park. Yeah, hard to argue that. Young Hormones Alive in the hot summer night, you know. Yeah. Beautiful lyrics yeah. of love and lust. I love the uh, that line uh, – Love me tonight, and I promise I'll love you forever. Man, that just gets me. I just, I just said it now, and I got shivers <laughs> down my spine. You know, <laughs> uh, I, I know it's, it is, and it, and is also uh, other than Jungle Land, my favorite song to play on the piano. Yeah, and I actually ran a a a, a band for a, a local school here uh, where we do shows every year, and intermission we would pick a song and our band would play it and one year we, we did sandy because i knew there was a guy that could play the accordion and i did piano and and, and vocals excellent and sing and singing it and performing it you know brings it out even more i'm gonna play the uh the live version from 2008 which came out on the uh the magic tour highlights ep are you familiar with that yeah oh yeah yeah and this is actually yeah, danny's Danny's last performance. Yeah, right? this is actually Danny's yeah. last performance, which was uh, March twentieth, two thousand eight, from Indianapolis. So, uh, yeah, yeah, I know. I saw, I saw the night before in Boston. I think it was the night before in Boston, or two nights before. So let's hear this with Danny on accordion. This is Sandy Fourth of July, Asbury Park. Sandy, fireworks are hailing over a little Eden tonight. Force and line and all those stoned out faces left stranded on this 4th of July. Down in town, the circuit's full with switchblade lovers, so fast, so shiny and sharp. And the wizards play down on Pinball Way. On a boardwalk way past dark And the boys from the casino Dance with their shirts open Like Latin lovers along the shore Chasing all in silly New York girls Sandy, the aurora's rise behind us. 
the pure lights, our carnival life forever. You love me tonight, for I may never see you again. They tramp the streets or get busted for trying to sleep on the beach all night. Them boys in their spiked high heels, I'm sandy, their skins are so white. And me, I just got tired of hanging in them dusty arcades, banging them pleasure machines. Chasing the factory girls underneath the boardwalk Where they all promise to unsnap their jeans You know that tilt world way down on the southeast track I got on it last night and my shirt got cut That joy kept me spinning Didn't think I'd ever get off Oh, Sandy, the aurora is rising behind us The pier lights are coming I was seeing she lost her desire for me I spoke with her last night she said she won't set herself on fire for me anymore she worked that joint under the boardwalk she was always a girl you saw bobbing down the beach with their radio could say last night she was dressed like a star in one of them cheap little seashore bars and parked with a baby out on the cocoa cheer the cops finally busted Madame Marie for telling fortunes better than they did for me this boardwalk life's through You know you're
so now we're down to my my number one favorite best Bruce Summer song, and this is an obvious choice, but it's obvious for a reason, and that's Girls in Their Summer Clothes, which I think is just a fabulous song, one of the best songs he's done in a long time. Magic being one of my favorite records he's done in a long time as well. And this song really stands out as just being a, just a brilliant pop song. I think this song should have been a hit, man. This, this only went to 95 on the Billboard 100, which is just a, a shame. It's criminal that he doesn't yeah. play this this live very often either. It was uh, played live in the first leg of that tour, and then it was it just got dropped, and it's been played very sporadically since. You know? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I just, yeah. I don't know. It's, it's a strange one. I, I, it's. I mean, I, I, I dig the song. Um, it's not my favorite on the record, but it's, it's, it's a great song. It's yeah. a perfect summer song. He plays "Waiting on a Sunny Day" all the time, and that song well, yeah, is that, tired to me. But this song. Yeah. I well, if you if, listen, if we were doing a show of our five least favorite Bruce songs, "Waiting on a Sunny Day" in Mary's Place would be number one and two. Yeah, absolutely. For me, yeah. So um, those are tired. Those don't need to be played. To me, I'd rather hear "Long Walk Home" and "Girls in Their Summer Clothes" any night. Uh, "Long Walk Home" is is one of those songs too that I feel that never. I mean, he played it a decent amount, but. If you have to think of songs that are on, you know, the last few records, you know, and I'd agree with you on Girls, too, but Long Walk Home is another one that just, yeah, you know, wow. I mean, you just you just get it. You just totally get it. Yeah. So this 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 song, Girls in Their Summer Clothes, a lot of good imagery of small town happenings in the summertime, you know, very great chorus on this, very singable. Uh, but there's still a little bit of melancholy in this song, right? Like Springsteen is not going to write a fully, truly positive song, right? So there's the girls in their summer clothes, but they're passing him by, right? He's standing there and he's looking from afar as these girls pass him by. What's that line where the, his girl leaves him? She went away and she cut me like a knife, had a right. beautiful thing. Maybe you just saved my life, right? So he's got this one girl that leaves him, but hey, now he's seeing this girl over here. Maybe she can she can rescue him from what this one girl has put him through, you know? <laughs> right. And, and, and what's nice about it is, and, and, you know, those that know Bruce know how true this is, you know, as a father of a daughter and personally myself as a father of a daughter, this is not a misogynistic song. This is not a song about, you know, standing there and catcalling girls, uh, a bunch of teamsters or something right. doing that. Exactly. It's yeah. not about standing there on the beach and, you know, being 15 years old and saying stupid things. It's really about the respect um, that he has for women. I, maybe you got to be a guy to totally get it. Yeah. But, Oh, I get um, it. I it, yeah. it it yeah. It's putting it's putting and the, I do too. And it's putting the woman on a pedestal, you know, like giving them that absolute respect and just being like, yeah, I, we appreciate your beauty and you. Well, make, hell yeah. And you make our lives meaningful, you know. They make our lives meaningful. They make they make our lives livable. Yeah. Um, it's impossible. Uh, at least I, you know, as a as a husband, as a son, as a as a father of a daughter. Um, I, I, I know what joy, um, you know, women bring to, uh, and, and, and many of the mistakes that us as men have made throughout the years, you know, through politics and war and religion, and you can go into a million things. Um, and then you watch some of the great strong women of the world. And some of the amazing things they've done, 
And in our country, we're probably going to have our first women pre- woman president. I, she's not the one I want, but uh, I mean, she's the one I want in this election. Uh, that's for sure. But she's certainly not the, someone I would have dreamt has been our first woman president. But yeah. that being said, um, it's about time. And, um, of course, Hillary would be wearing a pantsuit walking down, uh, <laughs> you know, but, um, but that would be her summer clothes. She'd probably yeah. be in a linen one, maybe a white linen. Yeah. Um, but anyway, it's a great, it's a, it's a great song. I'm okay with you using it. As I said, it, you know, I just didn't want to go too obvious, yeah. but I, I, I hear you. Well, I made my and, list uh, and I, I just, it's a fun song. I made my list and I, this had to make the list and I couldn't put anything, you know, above this song to me because i'm i'm actually a big fan of the summer dress too i don't know if you know about that but that's one of my favorite things is the summer dress mm-hmm. <laughs> living in toronto right. here living in toronto we have a lot of beautiful yeah. women in toronto but you know eight right. months of the year they're covered in head to toe and big coats and then all of a sudden yeah. around may june you start seeing these summer dresses and you're like wow this yeah. is a beautiful place we live in <laughs> so bruce yes, is paying tribute yes, to the summer is. dress as well on this which i love um Big vocals by the boss on this man. He just sings this incredibly. Yeah. I'm gonna play the live version of this, which came out on. Uh, oh, uh, I love that. Yeah, I love that the version. girls in their summer clothes kind of iTunes single came out with a, a winter yeah. mix of the version, which had uh, it was like a single take vocal rather than the double take vocal that appears on the record and had some extra percussion on it. Right. But, but I really loved the live version, which has um, has a great Clarence sax solo on the end, which you don't get on the album. Oh, which just my God. perfect summertime Clarence take it home oh. sax solo on this man shivers down your spine. I remember, I know, and I, I went, I was, you know, I've been fortunate to been at many opening nights of tours. And I remember the opening night of magic and, um, and him playing that and, uh, and, and, and watching Clarence on that solo. And, you know, I didn't know that would be, you know, probably the final tour I'd see him on, but it was, it was spectacular. Yeah. Excellent. Spectacular. Yeah. So check out this version. I also love the audience. He lets the audience take the first chorus, sing along, right? So yeah. it's just beautiful. So, uh, Check out this live version of this this pretty much perfect song, in my opinion. And this is my number one favorite Bruce Springsteen summer song, Girls in Their Summer Clothes. Tempo match!
Mitch, that's our list. That's our list. That's what we. Okay. Yeah. So I think uh, we've got a pretty good playlist here for people if they want to uh, listen to some Springsteen songs. Maybe make their own playlist. What would you have put in and taken out, kind of thing. But I think you can't argue that this is, these are great songs to take with you to the beach or when you're barbecuing or whatever. Man, these are some great summertime Springsteen songs. Yeah. No. Without a doubt. I mean, they're they're you know it, it's one of the great thing to 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 be able to kind of battle back and forth and everyone's going to have their favorites. But when it comes to summer songs, I think really, uh, I don't think we missed anything. As I said, I I just felt it was important to talk about the covers um, because that, you know, that, that makes it even, even more special. And, you know, I could even, Kelly could even do a podcast on summer songs. I wish he would cover. Yeah. Like I would love to hear him cover some, I would love to hear him. He has covered in the summertime once the Mongo Jerry version. Um, And I would love, I would even love to hear him and uh, Steve do summer breeze, um, which is, I still think one of the great summer songs ever written seals and Crofts, which was done by uh, Shaw and blades from sticks. Um, And um, it'd be fun to see Bruce take a, take a crack at that as well. But uh uh, I think we've done I think we've done an ample job here. This Excellent. Is, uh, we hit it, and people are gonna have some great songs. All right, and, uh, Mitch. I, I enjoyed 
I enjoyed sharing this time with you, Lee. This is a great, great show. Yeah, thanks, man. I really appreciate you uh, coming on here and giving us your input. And uh, did you want to give any plugs or contact information or no? Yeah, yes, just no. you know, I mean, I'm 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 all about the fans. You know, people know me on Twitter at MP Slater. They follow me on Instagram at MPS1960. Um, and and I, you know, if you're a Bruce fan, you're probably a Facebook friend of mine. Yeah. Um, and I share a lot on Bruce Book as well, but. Um, on Facebook specifically, I'm there. And uh, um, I also would want to give out a, a, a shout out to another really great podcast, um, Set Lusting Bruce, that my friend Jesse in Dallas does, um, which uh, I think he takes a, another unique look um, at the Bruce world. So, yeah, you can find me there. And I am a frequent guest on East Street Radio. I've known Jim Rotolo for many years. They usually bring me on a few times throughout the year on some of the roundtables and uh, – and just to chat about it all. But uh, um, I love that Bruce is, you know, 66 years old, is still out there killing it. Yeah, that's great. Well, thanks again, Mitch. And let's... Uh, My pleasure. Let's go out on... Uh, let's play Summertime Blues. I'm going to play the version from the Agora Ballroom from Cleveland where she opened the uh, show. He opened the show with this, August 9th, 1978. I'm sure it was a hot summer night then. So here's Summertime Blues. Yes, it was. <laughs> yeah, enjoy. All right. Are you ready to shake them summertime blues? You got a word to live. Sometimes I wonder what I'm gonna do. But ain't no cure for these summertime blues. Well, my mama, papa told me, son, you gotta make some money. Well, if you wanna use a target, go to the island next Sunday. Well, I called up my boss and I said it was safe. Use the car cause you didn't work late Sometimes I wonder what I'm about to do I ain't no cure for these summertime blues Summertime blues. There ain't no cure for the summertime blues. Gotta find a cure for the summertime blues. So that's the 
show, folks. Thanks for listening. You can find us on our website at TrampsLikeUsPod.com, communicate with us on Facebook at our Tramps Like Us podcast group page, and on Twitter at Tramps Like Us Pod. Don't forget to subscribe to the show on iTunes, where you can leave a review and a five-star rating. Tramps Like Us podcast is a nonprofit audio fanzine created by fans for fans and is available for free. We are not affiliated with Bruce Springsteen or Columbia Sony Records. If you've heard any music you like, please find it and purchase it from BruceSpringsteen.net, iTunes, Amazon, your local record store, or wherever music is sold. As always, gratitude and respect to Bruce Springsteen and all past and current members of the heart-stopping, pants-dropping, hard-rocking, booty-shaking, earthquaking, love-making, Viagra-taking, history-making, testifying, death-defying, legendary E Street Band. This is a song I wrote, I guess about 10 years ago. Put it out. It's, it's, not, it's appropriate for the night, so we don't sing it. Uh, nobody's ever played it though. <laughs> Since I bring the violin, but man, they can do it. Bring the accordion in. Turn me up a little bit. Get up close, so if you fuck it up, they can see you right now. <laughs> Hey